Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends, Jason Dedeker, teach me, born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Also, I love that the lady is joining us, even though Jason Dedeker are not in the same vicinity as the lady. The lady is still always present, always here. It's kind of spooky that she's just there. so funny. Can you explain what's going on with... So, Rutabagel in the chat described this as, quote-unquote, alternative tech Thursday. Do you yeah. want to explain what's going on? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're sort of doing a whole performance art piece about technology this week. <laughs> no, what's happening is that uh, Dedeker and I are in New Orleans right now, but we could not handle a week away from Mark and away from all of you. So there we're you doing go. this show anyway. Uh, Emily's back at home, but I just have my laptop here. And so the way that we're doing this show for the live broadcast is that on a second laptop, I'm using Parsec to remote into my home computer to run the stream, which has my webcam on just in my empty room at home. I'm glad it's empty. That'd be spooky if it you turned be, it on and there was someone And the in lady was actually sitting in the chair. <laughs> That'd be bad. If somebody were there, that would be really bad. Uh, really bad. <laughs> yeah, so if there's any burglars, we're going to catch them. Don't yeah, worry about on it. On the stream. All of us will see it. But anyway, the portrait of the lady is, of course, behind where I'm sitting. She's a little cut off. If I'd thought ahead and known I was going to do this setup, like, I would have repositioned it. the camera to be focused on her. But alas, here we are. It's okay. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Here we are. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, amazing. So glad to be back after a brief hiatus last week. And so glad that we were able to do this, even though the two of you are gone in in New Orleans, having a fun time, That's drinking. It, well, yeah, so why don't you just tell us what you're drinking because they're like extra special drinks, New Orleans yeah. drinks. So I could not resist the temptation to do a Sazerac, which is, of course, the official drink of New Orleans. Uh, it's delightful. I've been having quite a few of these. The Old Fashions and the Sazeracs here are just great. We actually went and took a class on oh. like the history of the Sazerac and the history of the Sazerac brand, as well as some of the history of cocktails in New Orleans, which was super cool. And also tasting. And tasting. There's we did drink. Sazerac that. tasting yeah. was involved in this class. What's a Sazerac? Uh, a Sazerac. Yeah. What, what exactly is in it? Do you know? Uh, so a Sazerac is, you start off with a sugar cube. Okay. And you put Peychaud's bitters. So not Angostura bitters, but Peychaud's, which of course is also owned by the Sazerac company. Uh, mm. And you muddle that up. And then you put bourbon in it. Or uh, sorry, you actually beforehand rinsed the glass with absinthe. So it's just a hint of it. And then you do bourbon. And then you'll garnish it with a lemon peel. And that's, that's it. It's very simple, but quite tasty. Just all alcohol. Yeah, I'm having an old-fashioned, which is not normally my go-to, but they are really good. 
out here. Yes. Like, nice. way less sweet. That's usually what turns me off about old fashions is how sweet they are. But mm. I found every old fashioned I've had out here has been very subtle, very balanced. And they use a lot more bitters here, which I like that like interesting taste. And it's all Peugeot's bitters. So it's a different taste. It's not quite as like tangy bitter as an Angostura. I got to buy some now. Yeah. Bitters, yeah. I've got some at home too. They're they're great. Lovely. Okay. What about you, Em? What do you what have you got? Oh, yeah. Um I made a salty dog, which mm. is something that I haven't had before. I just squeezed fresh some grapefruit juice. I had a grapefruit. And all it is, I also put a little bit of lime juice in here just because I love lime. But all this is is fresh squeezed grapefruit juice, some lime juice, and gin. That's it. That's like it's the easiest drink ever. A salty dog nice. is very, very good, but it's excellent. And a salted, salted, rim. salted rim, right? That's what makes it a salty mm-hmm. dog. It's salty. It's dogalicious. I don't know. I don't know why it's called that, <laughs> but it's excellent. Y'all, I love grapefruit. Y'all, speaking of dogalicious. Oh, right. So the reason why I, we're here in New Orleans is because I came here for Unreal Fest. Oh, yeah. Which is a festival for people who use Unreal Engine for making games and movies and animations and anything like that. They surprised us yesterday with this surprise end-of-the-day fireside chat with Snoop Dogg. Oh. And his son. Uh, Yeah. That's fun and random. it It was so random and so weird, but it was funny to find that this person who, you know, since I was in elementary school or middle school or whatever, his music's been around and he's been a personality that people know, that he was here at a thing that I'm at for work talking about his new gaming company that he's opening with his son. Wow. It's just this like wild collision of worlds and time travel. And if you'd told me that as a kid, that would happen someday. I don't know that I would have believed you. We got a good question from Angry Dorito in the chat. It says, did you ask him who he wanted to be cast as? That's a great question. It's great. Everyone think we about it. We should put him on the list. We should put, put him on the yeah, list. Yeah, absolutely. Put him on the list right <laughs> now. His son did give out an email address looking oh. for game developers who are interested in working with their company. Wow. But... Maybe I could email and be like, hey, so, so actually, I know this isn't quite what you wanted, but could you ask your dad? But this is a more important question. <laughs> yeah. oh, I mean, Rockanon is suggesting John the Baptizer. That's who, fun. In, let's see. Okay. In the book of Matthew, did we cast John? Yeah. Yeah, Brett Goldstein was John. Okay, Brett Goldstein. I love that. I don't know how he would feel about playing a character that gets killed. Oh, you're right. Mm. Um, we'd have to talk to his agents okay, and sure, negotiate, sure, sure. you know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe there's something better. Yeah. Okay. We'll keep him on the list, though, for sure. Maybe he'll be better afterwards. I don't know. After all of the Gospels are over, we'll have to see. Oh, yeah. Maybe he Mm. won't be a Gospel character. That's true. He could be something in the books of Paul or... Speaking of casting, I need to remind everyone that for this book of Mark, for this particular Gospel, we have cast... Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) Tommy Wiseau as Jesus Christ himself. (laughs) And that means, of course, Mark is being played by Greg Ciceros. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. you gotta. Oh, hi, Mark. Yes. So, And then we also, looks like last time we also cast James and John as Chris and Liam Hemsworth because they were the Sons of Thunder. Nice. Right, they called them the Thuns of the, the Thuns of Sunder. Thuns of Sunder, the Thuns yeah. of Sunder. Oh, there you go. Off to a good start. It's been, it's been a long <laughs> week for y'all. <laughs> Many Sazeracs have been consumed. <laughs> yes. Uh, All right. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so yes, thank you for that little recap. Also, what I think struck all of us is just how quickly Mark is moving. At a, yes. cl- at a clip. We're just... For sure. Yeah, he he went from like zero to hero, zero to like 33 or whatever in the span of like two sentences. Uh-huh. We uh-huh. had nothing about him being a child, nothing about him having to steal away to a different place, did we? Did that happen? Right, yeah, there was nothing about King no. Herod killing all the firstborns or anything like that. Oh, he had a yeah. smooth, trauma-free childhood. <laughs> I, I don't know yeah. about that, but yeah. <laughs> but we don't know, honestly. Nobody really cared about him at that point. So, <laughs> right. Or maybe just didn't think about him as much, except for the wise men remembered in the back of their heads. Yes. Yes. Yes, we, uh, we had that baby that was supposed to mean something, and we gave him a bunch of <laughs> myrrh and frankincense and stuff. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, what are we rating today? Yeah, yeah, okay. It's it's time. Oh. Yeah. Right. I forgot, I forgot the music. Yeah. I know, I was like, whoa, I was trying what to remember this? what music I picked. Yeah, oh, this is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, so today we're continuing on with just two chapters. They're a bit longish uh, from the book of Mark. Of course, this is Mark chapters four and five. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it's time for Mark chapter 4. Again, he began to teach by the seaside. What? A great multitude was gathered to him, so that he entered into a boat in the sea and sat down. Oh, he's he's on his boat cruise tour times. Right. Yeah, remember this where they all chased him off into the boat? Yes. I guess this time he's actually gone and sat in the boat instead of just standing on it. Got it. Again, a great multitude was gathered to him, so that he entered into a boat in the sea and sat down. So, I remember that last time... The story where they crowded him out and he had to stand on the boat out on the water so people wouldn't push him out into the water. But that in this book, it described them like setting the boat in front of him. Remember that? It was like, like a buffer. They, they set up like a barricade with this boat or something. Oh, because yeah. they didn't want the multitudes to come and, and like... Trample. Overwhelm Trample and them, I guess. Flatten yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Flatten Jesus. So now they've, I guess, put that boat in the sea or maybe a different day. He went and actually got in the boat and sat down. He's like, fine, if you're going to crowd me, I'm just going to get in the boat. All the multitude were on the land by the sea. He taught them many things in parables and told them in his teaching. Yeah. Listen. Who's playing this again? Oh, this is Tommy Wiseau. Shoot. Okay. Listen. Behold, the farmer went out to sow and it happened as he sowed, some seed fell by the road. Oh, this one again. Yeah. And the birds came and devoured it. And others fell on the rocky ground where it had little soil and immediately sprang up because it had no depth of soil. When the sun had risen, it was scorched. And because it had no root, it withered away. Ha, ha, ha. Stupid. <laughs> Others fell among the, I'm not going to keep this up. Others fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it and yielded no fruit. Others fell into the good ground and yielded fruit. 
growing up and increasing. Some brought forth 30 times, some 60 times, and some 100 times as much. He said, whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. <laughs> you, know, you notice how Tommy Wiseau ends a lot of things with a questioning. Yeah, a little let him hear. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> when he was alone, those who were around him, so when he was not alone, <laughs> I guess when the multitude was gone. Oh, okay. He was just with his, his buddies. Just his homies. The disciples, yes. yeah. When he was alone, those who were around him with the twelve asked him about the parables. He said to them, To you is given the mystery of the kingdom of God, but to those who are outside, all things are done in parables, <laughs> that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest perhaps they should turn again and their sins should be forgiven them. That kind he of reminded to, me, sorry, that kind of reminded me of the song, um, Do You Hear What I Hear? I know it's probably not what it is from, but they were like, hearing may hear and the seeing should see. Right. He's kind of like, do you hear what I hear? I know you don't. <laughs> yeah, Stupid exactly. multitudes in the sand. Yeah, there but, you go. Okay, hold on. But do you hear what I hear? Isn't that like a conversation between like a goose and a sheep or something? Aren't there you know, talking animals in that song? It said the night wind to the little lamb. Do you hear what I hear? Yeah. Right. Yeah, so okay. Someone's talking, talking to, to a lamb. Ringing in the sky, little lamb. Yeah, I don't know. We don't sing that song in Hong Kong because it's honestly like a really terrible arrangement that we have, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it is. There, th yeah, the night wind talks to the little lamb, mm -hmm. and yeah. then the little lamb talks to the shepherd boy, and the shepherd boy, for some reason, gets to talk to a mighty king. Then the king gets to talk to everybody. If you heard this, if you heard this craziness that's been told to me this night. <laughs> wow. Cool. It's like, you will yeah. not believe what I heard from this shepherd boy who heard it from a lamb, who heard it from the wind. Also, <laughs> the telephone game on that. My goodness. Yeah. I, also, like, how does the wind talk to a lamb? I don't know. I don't know how a lamb talks to a shepherd boy, but whatever. I mean, have you ever heard the wolf? T to the blue corn moon? No. Yeah, that's, okay, that's what I was going, going for. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's time to move on. <laughs> I'm a Disney person. Yes. He okay. said to them, don't you understand the parable? How will you understand all of the parables? They're like, we don't know. Mark is Mark is spinning a beautiful yarn here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's not really. Okay. The farmer sows the word. These are the ones by the road where the word is sown. And when they have heard, immediately Satan comes oh. and takes away the word which has been sown in them. These, in like manner, are those who are sown on the rocky places, who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with joy. They have no root in themselves, but are short-lived. When oppression or persecution arises because of the word, immediately they stumble. Others are those who are sown among the thorns. These are those who have heard the word, and the cares of this age, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. These are those which were sown on the good ground, such as hear the word and accept it and bear fruit, some 30 times, some 60 times, and some 100 times, Mark. <laughs> End of parable. Okay, okay, that was... We got it. We got parable. We got explanation. We've okay. heard this all before. Moving on. He said to the little lamb, is the lamp brought to be put under a basket 
No. No. This is that song. Oh, okay. The, no. Yeah. Emily, have you ever heard the song, This Little Light of Mine? I'm going to let it shine. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that line. That's the, the, the verse is that, hide it under a bushel. I'm going to let it shine. Anyway, this is that. This is what it's talking about. I feel like I've maybe been to like one of the cool churches that you were at, uh-huh. Jace, and they sang that song. Yes. And I didn't know yes. what the other lines were. You're right. And then everyone was like, no. And I was like, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. That was no. kind of how that yeah. went. Okay. okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, okay. is the lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? That's dangerous. Do not put a lantern okay. under a bed. Mm-mm. Isn't it put on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden except that it should be made known. Neither was anything made secret, but that it should come to light. If any man has ears to hear, let him hear, Mark. He said to them, Take heed what you hear, and whatever measure you measure, it will be measured to you. What? And more will be given to you who hear. Boy, oh boy. It's just, I'm sorry. Let me finish this quote. <laughs> okay. For whoever has, to him will more be given, and he who doesn't have, from him will be taken away even that which he has. Right. Even the first time we read this, I was I was confused. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's basically and, and, describing capitalism, I think. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Matthew wrote it better, and you doing it which in is, that voice makes it seem worse. <laughs> which is good. That's like what we're what we're going for, I think. But but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do I take over? I believe M is taking over. Oh, M's next. It's me. Okay. It me. Okay. He said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should cast seed on the earth. Oh, you know what that means. And should sleep. Wait, is that what he means? No, but no, no, but it has meant that in the past. So that's fair. Yeah. Totally fair. Thank you. Okay. And should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring up and grow. But he doesn't know how. For the earth bears fruit, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. (laughs) Okay. But when the fruit is ripe, immediately he puts forth the sickle because the harvest has come. He says, how will we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what parable will we illustrate it? It's like a grain of mustard seed, which, when it is sown in the earth, though it is less than all the seeds that are on the earth, yet when it is sown, grows up and becomes greater than all the herbs and puts out great branches so that the birds of the sky can lodge under its shadow. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them, and they were able to hear it. What is happening? So what I kind of like about Mark is, is he's like, yeah, and he told more things. Here's an example. And yeah, there was a lot more like that. <laughs> he just kind of, yeah. And he also kept teaching kind of in this vein. You get it, right? Confusing, but maybe cool sometimes. I'm I, With the rate that this is going, I'm amazed that they even, that we're even going to get like eight episodes out of this. <laughs> right. I mean, know? I appreciate that we're not lingering too long. Although with the Bible, yeah. sometimes we'll be surprised that we'll suddenly slow to a crawl on something. Yeah, that's something, something will random. hold us up. Yes. Yeah. Without a parable, he didn't speak to them. But privately to his own disciples, he explained all things. 
Interesting. So he's not going to talk to any of the plebes without like saying a parable. Yeah, basically. He doesn't talk to them without a parable happening, I guess. Yeah, if he couldn't figure out a good story, he's like, "Mm, no, that's it. I'm going to take a rest. I'm out. (laughs) On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, let's go over to the other side. Leaving the multitude, they took him with them, even as he was in the boat. Other small boats were also <laughs> with him. This is be- just beautifully uh, written. Okay. An armada. <laughs> yeah, a whole little flotilla of little rowboats, I'm imagining, just all going across. Oh my gosh. There arose a great windstorm, and the waves beat into the boat so much that the boat was already filled. Mm. He himself was in the stern, asleep on the cushion, and they woke him up and told him, Teacher, don't you care that we are dying? He awoke and rebuked. I think compared to this telling of the story in Matthew, I think this is way more dramatic where they cut straight to, dude. He's dying. Everyone's dying. WTF. Yeah. He awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. The wind ceased and there was a great calm. He said to them, why are you so afraid? How is it that you have no faith? Is that the ye of little faith thing? Uh, I don't think this is... Oh, uh, that's going to show up I think later. That's, that's later, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, well, whatever. He says basically the same thing to all of them who were <laughs> being really little scaredy cats. They were greatly afraid and said to one another, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was it for four. Cool. Oh, that was oh, a good one. Yeah. What a whirlwind. Let's let's oh, take I a guess break. we have to like take a break. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, have to sure. take a break or can we just I guess we don't have to. We, we could just, just roll on. Just like roll to the end. How does everyone feel about like filling your drinks while we're going? I think we can roll to the end. Yeah. Sure, we can roll to the end. Whatever. All right. Yeah. Mark's yeah. going at a clip. All right, everybody. Yeah, it's like the We're pace. also kind of trapped by our whole little setup in here. And right. We would have to run down to the bar down in the lobby to get yeah, more drinks and bring them up. Deal. It'd be it'd be a whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, you'd have to run. Okay. I think also I'm really inspired by this fast clip of Mark. Yes. It's just yeah, like, no, you can't stop. Keep it's going. Just going. It's just keep so going. Fast. All right. Just everyone, everyone get your own little boat. We'll make us, we'll make the Armada and we'll just go, go, go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Well, yeah. Cool. L- let's go. Okay. Chapter five. They came to the other side, break on through to the other side, like the doors say, of the sea. Into the country of the guard, Gadarenes, 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 Gadarenes. I don't know. Is that what is that it, says? It... Yeah, that's what it says in the in the World English Bible version. Oh, it's different in the other translations. Yeah. Oh, what is it? The other translations spell it Gerasenes. Why would they do that? Like G G E R A S E N E S. Well, Gerasenes, like kerosene. Yeah, they have really good barbecues. Yes. Okay, oh, kerosene, yeah. When he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling in the tombs. Nobody could bind him anymore, not even with chains, because he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been torn apart by him, and the fetters broken in pieces. Wow, this guy must have been really strong. Nobody had the strength to tame him. Or chain-making technology was not great back then. But I don't know. Well, they're saying nobody had the strength to tame him. So, like, who's like a big boy? Like, I wish we had like Andre the Giant playing this guy, but he's dead. So I was gonna pitch Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. 
playing this guy. In this bit part? Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, do you think that's a waste of Mark Ruffalo? No. Nothing's a waste of Maybe Mark it's Ruffalo. Just Maybe it's just like Mark Ruffalo playing the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Hulk. Okay, it's the Hulk. Yeah. So okay. we could put Mark Ruffalo playing himself, playing a different character as somebody else if we wanted. Okay, sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> Mark well, Ruffalo's it's like Detective characters Pikachu. Be, yeah, sure. It's like Ryan Reynolds playing Detective Pikachu. Sure, but we could sure. still put Ryan Reynolds in a different sure. role. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah. And Detective Pikachu. That's how this works. <laughs> played Balaam yeah. the donkey. Yes. Okay. Great. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Always, night and day, in the tombs and in the mountains, he was crying out and cutting himself with stones. Yikes. Gosh, this is... When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and bowed down to him and crying out with a loud voice, he said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, you son of the most high God? I adjure you by God, don't torment me. For he said to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. He asked him, What is your name? He said to him, My name... Ooh, <gasps> That's Legion. I've seen this show, and that's where this comes from. <laughs> what? Sorry, he said. What show? Legion. Legion. Oh, I never saw yeah, that show. He's, I, well, Jason knows what I'm talking about. He said to him, "My name is Legion, for we are many." Yeah. Um. So Legion is Professor X's, or no? Is he? He's one of the. He's somebody's son. He's from an X Man. The X Men. He's an ex, kind of an X-Men. But they made this like really cool show called Legion. I think it was an FX show. And like he's named Legion because of this line in the Bible. Is he a, a multitude of demons? He's kind of... What's his power? What's his mutation? He's just very, very powerful. I think it's a lot of like psychic <laughs> magic. Okay. Psychic, okay. psychic stuff like... Magneto or one of those dudes. He's with somebody's son, maybe Magneto's son. Okay. Can somebody Good. tell me? Good. Anyone in the chat? Anyone? Anyone? Who's Legion? You've already seen. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Okay. Maybe they're making a movie to too. They're gamers who play Mass Effect. There's a robot yeah. party member named Legion whose name comes from here. There you right. go. Oh, yeah. See? Wow. I forgot. Exactly. There's legions. Oh, there's legions of legions. You could say. Yeah. Oh, he had multiple personalities. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. He was very that powerful. Fits. Anyways, cool. Cool dudes, because now I know where this came from. And this wasn't quite in the other... This wasn't in Matthew, right? Oh, Not this exactly. was. It was, but it's slightly different in its telling. Yeah. I feel like this time around, we actually got a lot more detail about this character. Yeah. Because in the other one, I think it just said... You know, this this crazy guy came up to him and said, what are you doing here, son of God? Get out of here. Mm. And then Jesus banished him. Uh, spoiler alert, that's what we're about to read. Yeah, he banished uh, the demon out. Yeah. We are legion. Yeah. So this guy basically is schizophrenic or something or has multiple personality disorder, maybe. Yeah, that's kind of awful when you think about, mm -hmm. right, how demon possession, as we've talked about, is most likely... Just mental health issues. Mental health issues. Some yeah. kind of disability. But when they say this guy's living out in the tombs and that they chained him like a bunch of times and he kept breaking out and now he's cutting himself. I'm just like, yeah, it's, guys, geez. You're it's probably not awful. helping. This is not <laughs> like helpful. Mental, this is not, yeah. yeah, like mental health, please. Like, yeah, please, help them. please. But, you know, they didn't do that back then, I guess. Okay, 10. Or maybe Jesus did. Maybe what actually Jesus just gave him therapy for a while. Maybe. And like maybe some prescriptions or something and helped him out. There you go. And then the story became, oh, yeah, he cast out the demons, man. Cool. Yeah. 
That, that's a good point. All right. He begged him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Oh, meaning like the many? Is that what they're saying? That's cool. The, the demons, the legion. Wow. The legion of demons in this dude, yeah. Now, there was on the mountainside a great herd of pigs feeding. All the demons begged him, saying, send us into the pigs that we may enter into them. At once, Jesus gave them permission. The unclean spirits came out and entered into the pigs. The herd of about 2,000 rushed down the steep bank wow. into the sea, and they were drowned in the sea. Yeah, okay, so that was the pigs. Now, that's sad. I'm looking at the message here, and Eugene has for us a little extra flavored text about this. Yeah. So they said, you know, send us into the pigs so we can live in them. Jesus gave the order. But it was even worse for the pigs than for that man. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of editorializing (laughs) Eugene. Eugene. And wait, and Angry Doritos says that Eugene says, my name is Mob. I'm a rioting mob. Okay. Legion is cooler, Eugene. Yeah, I know. Legion's way cooler, but I think he's like, kids don't know the word legion. Are kids supposed to be reading the Bible? He's always with- trying hard. Is that what that's for? Yes. That's the weird that's the weird thing. Yeah. Okay. Young adults, not kids like tiny kids. At least as far as who the audience for Eugene Peterson's The Message Bible was like teenagers. Okay. And young adults. Really? I don't young know. adults. Okay. Which is like teen through twenties, sure, probably. Okay. You know, sure, I think sure. that's I think that's who his yeah. ideal audience was. That was always the impression I had. I mean, that's the age I was when I got it. So Yeah, I guess I guess as was I. Right. As was I. Daniel right. in the chat is talking a lot about how two thousand pigs is a ton and it is. That's a lot of multiple yeah. personalities also. So yeah. It is a legion pigs. of pigs. Dude. Okay. Let me let me get my setup here so I'm not just like staring down okay. this whole time. Okay. It's your turn. Verse verse 14, those who fed them fled and told it in the city and in the country. The people came to see what it was that had happened. They came to Jesus and saw him who had been possessed by demons sitting, clothed, and in his right mind, even him who had the legion, and they were afraid. Those who saw it declared to them how it happened to him who was possessed by demons and about the pigs. This <laughs> Okay. <laughs> They're like, wow, what happened to this guy? And also the pigs. Also those pigs, that was crazy, right? (laughs) Yeah. They began to beg him to depart from their region. They're like, we don't like this at all. Get out of here. They're like, we don't. We're a pro-pig region. Yeah. Yeah. As he was entering into the boat, he who had been possessed by demons begged him that he might be with him. Wait, hold on a second. Yeah. Why are there pigs if Jews don't eat pigs? That's an interesting... Well, that's why they're just roaming around the cemetery. No, but no, but it said that there are people who tended to them and fed them. Uh, I don't know. 2,000 pigs wouldn't just be randomly roaming about a cemetery. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Well, are we in a land where there's non-Jews? I think so, because we've all pigs. been conquered by the Roman Empire at this point. Oh, that's point. true. Oh, so that's true. Maybe it's a little bit anything goes. Yeah, maybe that's this true. is all the centurions that are like, get out of here. Okay. Yeah. As he was entering into the boat, he who had been possessed by demons begged him that he might be with him. He didn't allow him, but said to him, go to your house, to your friends, and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he had mercy on you. He went his way and began to proclaim in Decapolis how Jesus had done great things for him and everyone marveled. This is the possessed dude? This is the Hulk, yes. Got it. Yeah, yes. Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk in non-Hulk form now. 
Yes. Okay. Just Mark Ruffalo, which is kind of boring. So the yeah. torn purple pants. Yeah. Torn purple purple pants, Mark mm. Ruffalo. <laughs> torn purple pants is the the Hulk though, Dedeker. But, but after he turns back and he's he turns it. back, he's still got no, the torn purple pants. He like on. has no clothes on sometimes. Sometimes. Maybe he's naked. Yeah, but this time it specifically said that he was clothed. <sighs> oh, it did. It did, yes. It says specifically, pointed out the fact that he was clothed. This actually just makes me more think this is the Hulk. Because <laughs> yeah. if you have to specify, yeah, <laughs> but it's not all of his clothes ripped off. Okay. Just, just some of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When Jesus had crossed back over in the boat to the other side, a great multitude was gathered to him, and he was by the sea. Behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, came, and seeing him, he fell at his feet and begged him much, saying, my little daughter is at the point of death. Please come and lay your hands on her that she be, may be made healthy and live. He went with him and a great multitude followed him and they pressed upon him on all sides. Give him some space. A certain woman. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Oh, this story again. A certain woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years. Ew. And, yeah, yeah. And had suffered many things by many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. I think that was more detail than we got the first time around with yeah. this story. So, okay, is this the daughter? Is that who they're speaking of? No, this is another random lady. Yeah, we're on the way to the daughter. had a period for 12 years? Like, straight? Well, an issue of blood. We don't know if that's for sure what it is. Some kind of hemorrhaging. Probably some kind of, probably some kind of vaginal hemorrhaging. God, how is she alive? You think so? I think so. Because I was wondering if it might be like a hemophilia type thing where she just won't stop bleeding. I don't know. Maybe. It was always, I guess it was always taught to me that it was a lady problem. Oh. So. I don't see that anywhere in the story here. I think that's. I'll bet you, okay, the fact that it's the word issue. Issue. The fact that it's the word issue, I'll bet you that's translated from okay. a word that specifies it. Okay. It's issuing out of her body. Yeah, because we also, we spent all that time in Levitical law talking Talk about, about different issue. issues yeah. that you were not allowed to have and also enter the tabernacle and this yeah. and. Okay. Yeah. This is one of them. Anyway, but she's... Just women are unclean. Yeah, Doctors, uh, or what we're calling doctors in this day and age, have yep. not made her feel better. Mm-hmm. She's getting worse. She spent all the money that she's had yeah. because health care. And because she's a um, woman and they don't care. They only care about the men. Also, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Having heard the things concerning Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his clothes. For she said, if I just touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately, the flow of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Wow, nice for her. Immediately, Jesus, perceiving in himself that the power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? Whoa, whoa, chill. (laughs) These are new. (laughs) No talk. I always thought this was funny. As When I was a child, I always thought this was an interesting piece of lore, Jesus lore, that he can feel when like the The force is flowing through him. He knows. Yeah. Well, is that why does it freaky? That, that feels like it's you know it, there's like a finite amount of it somehow. It's true. It does almost imply, which is strange. Yeah. Who touched my clothes? Yeah, that is. <laughs> Don't touch it. <laughs> That's. Weird. But it's interesting, right? Because it's it is. I feel like some people will talk about it like oh, it's all just about faith, or he kind of asks God to do it for him. But it's like no, it flows. He's like a wizard. He's a conduit. Yeah. He's a wizard. He's a channel. Yeah. No, He's a wizard, Harry. Yes. Yeah. Um, His disciples. Yes. Sorry. Angry Dorito keeps writing the Tyndale version in the chat. 
Jace, can you read that 529? What do we got? It's it's in the chat. I just got to pull it up here. One okay. second. Oh, gosh. Okay, verse 29. And straightway, her fountain of blood was dried up, <laughs> and she felt in her body that she was healed of the plaguey. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah. I want to go back and... There's a lot. There were a lot of funny things. There was a certain woman which was diseased of an issue of blood, <laughs> blood, twelve years, <laughs> and had suffered, suffered many thingies of many physicios. <laughs> what? And had, huh? Physicios. <laughs> the physio, and, you know. Yeah, definitely. I know. And had, I know. <laughs> and and had spit all it she had and felt none amendment. At all, but waxed worse and worse. <laughs> wow. Beautiful. His disciples said to him, You see the multitude pressing against you, and you say, Who touched me? <laughs> he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had been done to her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be cured of your disease. While he was still speaking, they came from the synagogue ruler's house saying, your daughter's dead. Whoa. Why bother the teacher anymore? Ah, awkward. She's not. She's right there. But Jesus. No, Emily, that's not the daughter. Oh, that guy. This is a different woman on the way to the We're on the way. (laughs) Yeah. Got it. (laughs) Yes. But Jesus, when he heard the message spoken, immediately said to the ruler of the synagogue, don't be afraid. Only believe. Okay. Skin's a real live, laugh, love vibes from this one all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I was like, really? Did you say that? Yeah. I think that? don't be I think don't be afraid, only believe would be for sure a printout decal that someone's mom in 2005 would stick to on the back of their Toyota Camry. Yeah, mm. yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. He allowed no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. <laughs> he <laughs> He came to the synagogue ruler's house and he saw an uproar, weeping and great wailing. When he had entered in, he said to them, why do you make an uproar and weep? The child is not dead, but is asleep. Oh, and he's a, he's a poet and didn't know it. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, hold on. I, Can you say it in Tommy Wiseau's voice, please? <laughs> you want to try that first? I'm not as good at the Tommy Wiseau No, impression. not you, Dedeker. I was talking about Jay's doing it. Oh, what's the line? Why do you make an uproar and weep? The child is not dead, but asleep. Hey, why do you make an uproar and weep? The child is not dead, but is asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. Uh, I just want to hit you, though, with the message. Oh, okay, okay. Because, wow. They entered the leader's house and pushed their way through the gossips, looking for a story and neighbors Whoa. bringing in casseroles. What? Wait, what? It's instant casseroles. <laughs> Wait, seriously? I'm sorry. Her body's not even cold and already. She just died. They had the casseroles ready, waiting like, for the moment when dying. she died. She's so dying. Could... Get a casserole ready. Good lord. Yeah, put the casserole in the oven. <laughs> Amazing. Like, what a weird detail, Eugene. What are you doing? That is extremely weird. Okay. Ridiculous. <laughs> they ridiculed him. But he, having put them all out, took the father of the child and her mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was lying. Taking the child by the hand, he said to her, Talitha Kumi. What? Which means, being interpreted, 
Girl, I tell you, get up. <laughs> Was he whispering a magic spell? What happened just then? Silly, the Kumi. Yeah, I think that was that was like the opposite of Avada Kedavra just then. Mm. Mm, yeah. Well, everyone knows that Avada Kedavra backwards is Talitha Kumi. So oh, I see. There you go. There you go. That's what happened there. Immediately, the girl rose up and walked, for she was twelve years old when he was. And we what? all know that twelve-year-olds walk. Wait, That's what? a thing they do. What? what? Wait, this next line too. Dedica, read it. This next line. They were amazed with great amazement. <laughs> Paul, oh, okay, I'm going to finish God. this out because I, I see that maybe Eugene has some good stuff also. He strictly ordered them that no one should know this and commanded that something should be given to her to eat. Like, you stopped feeding her. That's why, you ding-dongs. Right. Wow. She's 12. She's a growing lady. She needs to eat. Yeah. Right. Talitha Kumi means... We're going to feed you now. Or like, hey, it's time to eat or something oh that a 12-year-old would be excited about. Wow. <laughs> I'm so confused by that Talitha Kumi thing. Can you, everyone is saying that Eugene and this is good too, so. Yeah, what do we got from Eugene? Eugene it. Uh, let's see, from where? Um, I mean, the casserole thing was my favorite part. I don't know how I could top Verse that. Verse 37? Verse 37. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's that. So that's the thing about the casseroles. Neighbors bring in casseroles. Jesus was abrupt. Why all this busybody grief and gossip? (laughs) This child isn't dead. She's sleeping. Provoked to sarcasm, they told him he didn't know what he was talking about. Mm. But he had sent them all out. He took them. And in this one, the magic spell that he does is Talitha Koum. Koum. Which also... Let's see, the New International Version is also Talitha Koum. Hmm. It's also different. I'm realizing, let me check this. So, Talitha Kumi? Talitha Kumi is from the Complete Jewish Bible. Oh. Okay. Which is interesting. I, I remember this, though. We did get this in Matthew, where he said some words that said were spell. kind of interpreted. We didn't realize at the time it was a magic spell. I think we had to read it the second time to okay. really clock that he did a magic spell. See, it's an Aramaic phrase. Hmm. Okay, yeah. And also the name of an X-Files episode. Oh, really? Uh, Which one? Yeah. It's called Talitha Kumi. That's the name of the episode. What a season. Did you read us the plot? Uh, Do you want me to read the entire plot? (laughs) Yes. Well, like, Uh, it's the season finale of the third season. Oh, I may have watched it. Uh, Sorry, let me speed read this really quick. Okay, well, the premise, I can give you the premise, and this is why it's called this. Okay. It says, at a fast food restaurant in Arlington, Virginia, a man draws a gun and shoots three people before he is shot by police snipers outside. An older man revives the gunman and his victims by touching them with the palms of his hands. Oh. That's pretty cool. So I think that's the reason why it's called this is because someone has some kind of magical yeah. reviving powers. I'd watch that episode. Wow. Yeah. Well, everyone, uh, go go watch. Go watch the X Files. Oh yeah, that's the end. That's the end that's of, of this reading for this week. Yeah. Um. Interesting. All of that was fascinating. Kind of. It just was quick and dirty. You know, in a way that Mark is quick and dirty. Well, M, how do you feel doing this whole thing of kind of we're repeating some of the story beats or repeating the parables? It's kind of fun seeing the slightly different nuances in each story and the way in which this is written very differently than Matthew. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It makes it feel like Matthew is like a beautiful 
poetic journey <laughs> that we took versus this, which was just like bing, bang, bong. With amazing acting. Yeah. <laughs> right. Gosh. It was very different. Yeah, I would say the acting quality has gone down in this book. <laughs> Definitely. Mostly due to our casting, but... Yeah, that's kind of yeah. on us, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But maybe it's like a parody. Okay, folks. Okay, yeah. Well, something very exciting, though, because we have a new parishioner to mm. celebrate we do. this week. Yay. Yeah, so all of us must raise our glasses. You got your glass? Yep. Okay. Uh, we're going to be raising a toast to our new parishioner, Robert. Woo! Thank you so much, Robert. Because of your support, it means that we can do silly things like this. Woo! Taking this whole DBS show on the road <laughs> in New Orleans, uh, technically when we're both working and shouldn't be doing such silly things as drinking and reading the Bible. And yet we can because of listeners and parishioners like you. Yeah, we do. We do. We choose to. So thank yes. you, uh, not Mark. Robert. I mean, thank you to Mark. And Robert. Thank, thank you, Mark. And Robert. also Robert. <laughs> 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 James and his brother, John. Okay. And, and their third brother, Robert. Yes, indeed. Okay, let's bring it home. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you would want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server, discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from the album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad. He's in a book.